Hey, look out! It's the Waste and Safety Compliance Podcast, the hope for the hyper-regulated, where we unravel the regulatory mysteries of the legions of acronym-odious agencies who want to keep you perpetually licking their tall leather boots. Our goal is to help business owners and managers like you to overcome the EPA, DOT, and OSHA compliance obstacles through knowledge and understanding, breaking the circle of fear by putting the rules into plain English. The Waste and Safety Compliance Podcast is brought to you by Echelon Environmental. I am your host, Ron Harvey. But first, for a quick disclaimer, the general information presented here is for educational purposes only. It will be helpful in guiding your environmental health and safety programs, but our instructions throughout this series cannot be construed as legal advice of any kind. Your needs may extend beyond the scope of this series of discussions, so you're encouraged to get professional assistance with specific regulatory issues. At the end of this discussion, we will show you how to contact Echelon Environmental and get your complimentary quick compliance assessment. There, you can learn some of the common issues that the regulators love to pounce on if they drop by for a friendly visit. Our hope for you as a new EHS manager is that our commentary will give you some broad directions in this very important role. And as always, we are glad to be of service. Welcome to episode three of the new EHS Manager's Survival Guide. I'm going to do things a little differently this time because I've been taking too long to get these done and I want to start getting them done. So here it goes. I guess you could let me know what you think. The management of EPA, DOT, and OSHA requirements is what EHS managers are all about. And with that role comes quite a bit of, uh, of responsibility. And my job here is to let you know a little bit about what that responsibility entails and how to fulfill it. Okay, in this episode, we want to help you become familiar with the regulatory issues. We want to try to assess your responsibilities and we want to help you set the priorities that you're going to need in order to successfully fulfill that uh, position of the EHS manager at your facility. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is how you can take the reins at your facility. The bottom line is that someone had this position before you and what they did, well, whatever, uh, there's no way for you to undo what's already been done. But we want to help you get your bearings on what the condition of the environmental safety compliance issues are at your facility. This is the first thing you need to do to get your bearings, to set your sights on the goals that are ahead of you, because there is a steep learning curve ahead of you and you're going to have to pay attention in order to absorb 
what I'm going to tell you, which is really I'm trying to help you to get a grasp on this new position because it's important. If you follow these steps, you're going to look good to your boss. That's pretty important because he gave you these responsibilities and now he expects something of you. So you want to look good to him. You're also going to look good to your coworkers because they are now going to be looking up to you as the person that's kind of guiding the uh, health and safety for one thing. I mean, that's the, the employee's most uh, important uh, considerations, of course. But you're also going to be in charge of other things that perhaps haven't quite gotten the attention that they need in the past. And of course, one of the most important things is that you do this with the right attitude. You don't want to come in swinging a big axe, chopping everything down in sight. That's not going to work. You also don't want to come in with some authoritarian uh, attitude. That's not going to work either. What you're going to have to do is to come in with a, an attitude of, okay, let's work together. Let's get the things done that need to be done, and everybody's going to be better off for it. What do you think, guys? We can make this work. So, as usual, the best place to begin is at the beginning. After you have accepted the position of the EHS manager, whether or not it's uh, the complete ball of wax with environmental health and safety, it might just be the waste management, it might just be safety, it might just be uh, the transportation and hazmat and that kind of stuff. But either way, um, you've accepted this position and now you have to ask your supervisor what he wants. And do please recognize the fact that I use the word he as the personal pronoun describing both he, she, and whatever. And the reason you're going to ask what the supervisor wants is because you need that person to clearly delineate your responsibilities and your requirements. About the last thing you want to allow to happen is for your boss to say, okay, you're in charge of health and safety from now on. Good luck. That is a recipe for failure because they need to guide you because they, ha they have some kind of vision for, for what is required here. You need to really get it out of them. Set it down on paper, of course, is the best way to do that. What are my responsibilities? What do you expect of me? What are your goals for the facility? Where do you want to take this health and safety program? Another thing you're going to want is for your boss to set the priorities and set a time frame for the results. If you're just given a position and there are no guidelines and there are no set responsibilities, if you've been given no authority and you have no uh, priorities, uh, you've pretty much been given a ship that has no sails or rudder. You're going to have a hard time. And I have seen too many instances of exactly that. Somebody is just told, okay, you're in charge of waste now. And they're just pointed in the direction of the waste storage area or waste treatment or whatever. 
and they're saying, here you go, it's all yours. And of course, the boss just says, well, take care of the waste. And you say, uh, how? And unfortunately, nobody before you had written any procedures, had written any uh, outlines, had developed any systems. Um, you really don't want to be put in that position. Unfortunately, that just may happen from time to time. And uh, lastly, I want to talk a little bit more about the time frame because that's really important. If your uh, boss or supervisor or the owner of the company, the manager, whatever, uh, gives you a set of responsibilities, they, in their own minds, have some uh, concept of, uh, of, of when they want this stuff done. And you need to get them to spit that out because otherwise they're going to come back to you in a month and say, what? This isn't done yet? You're a loser. Well, they might not quite say it like that. But you get the idea. If they expect that, oh, in three months we're having an inspection from the corporate headquarters and this place is a mess, well, now there you go. You've got a time frame and you can, <laughs> well, uh, you can panic, but that won't do much good. You can dig in. You can set your own time frame now and say, okay, I need to get this done, this done, this done, and here's what I need to do it, and here's when I need it done. That is always very helpful. Now that you know what your boss wants, you are going to have to assess, honestly, your own knowledge and skills, because what you don't know can hurt you. Oh, I forgot. Okay, one thing to consider is how your current position meshes with your new responsibilities. Uh, perhaps there's some overlap that you can use to uh, have, a, have a better grip on, on what's going to need to be done. Uh, let's say if you were just dealing with uh, the health and safety and now you're given the waste management responsibilities, well, you have some understanding from your health and safety experience about um, uh, exposure, about acids and bases, vapors, fire, all that kind of stuff. You can take advantage of those prior understandings and, and experience and knowledge uh, to apply that to your new job. Don't be afraid to do that. Don't think that you have to learn everything all over again and start from scratch. Uh, no, don't do that. Build upon what you already know to accomplish that which you need to do. You can also look back, sometimes way back, into your education. For instance, if you went to college, you can look back and find what you've learned there as a baseline for understanding, uh, understanding the details of your new job. Maybe you took some chemistry classes in high school. Yeah, I know. But those are going to be helpful in understanding the essentials of environmental health and safety. A good portion of the EHS responsibilities are dealing with chemicals in one way or another. Transportation, waste management, uh, chemical storage, health and safety, HAZCOM, uh, exposure, you name it. Uh, chemistry has a lot to do with environmental health and safety management. So at this point, it's really pretty important 
to get a grasp of what you don't know. Now, let's say you don't know anything about chemistry and you're all of a sudden put in charge of the waste management uh, responsibilities at your facility. Ouch. It's really not that hard though. I mean, chemistry, the way they taught it in high school might have been overwhelming. Chemistry in college, oh yeah, I've heard stories. <laughs> uh, but I'm a chemist myself, so it wasn't too hard for me, but I've heard stories from other people and they just said chemistry was like the, the, the twilight zone. Uh, so anyways, you can learn the basics of chemistry. There are plenty of, of sources of information out there that will teach you the basics. Um, flammability, that's not, that's not too hard to understand. Corrosivity, uh, pH of metals in solution and solvents and stuff. You know, it's, it's not that tough. Um, maybe you can find somebody else at your facility that has some chemistry experience and kind of hook up with them a little bit and find out, hey, what, what's this trichloroethylene stuff? I can't even say it. Um, or you can ask them uh, what happens when an acid and a base are used to neutralize each other. What's going on there? In terms of the OSHA regulations, what you don't know may be a lot harder to come up with. Now, there's almost no easy way to, uh, to get a grasp without some kind of guidance uh, for um, confined space entry. That's not simple. Uh, you uh, are going to have some difficulty in comprehending that, but maybe you can get your supervisor to get you some classes because they, they can be had. You can learn an awful lot from other people. Let's say you're connected with somebody else at another facility that has some health and safety experience. Talk to them. They can, they can help you. Maybe they can give you copies of their plans. Or you could look up um, a, a similar plan online uh, for uh, respiratory protection, uh, for instance. So really though, if you look around for what you need to know, you're going to be able to find it. It's out there. You can get it. You're just going to have to spend a little time and some effort, but it'll be worth it in the long run because these are the things that are going to make you successful. If you try to do this job without any understanding of the regulations, you're going to have some difficulties. All right, it's time for a little review. First, you want to find out what your boss expects of you. That will give you a lot of guidance in terms of how you need to direct your activities on down the road. Second, you want to find out when he expects them. Because if you are shooting for six months down the road to get something done, and he expects it done next week, there's going to be a little friction. Third, take a look uh, at your prior experience, your prior knowledge, your prior education, and see how you can use that in the fulfillment of your new responsibilities. And fourth, assess the knowledge that you still need. You can fill any blanks in your understanding. Today, the information age, you can find out whatever it is you need to know, and you can do it pretty quickly. 
Thank you for attending this episode number three of the new EHS Manager Survival Guide. I do hope that I'm being helpful because I know what you're going through because I've been there. So the best thing you can do is to watch the rest of this series. You're going to learn a lot and it is my hope that it is helpful to you as you go forward in your career. This is Ron Harvey with Echelon Environmental signing out. Compliance. That is what the regulators demand. If you don't know which rules your company is subject to, you are a sitting duck and the regulators can bag you like a bully taking candy from a child. Your best defense is a strong offense. You need to learn the regulations and put the appropriate compliance systems into place. But I wouldn't recommend that you go out and buy copies of Titles 29, 40, and 49 of the Code of Federal Regulations and start reading. It is almost guaranteed that in one hour you will be way more confused than when you started. Honestly, the only way to navigate your way out of the regulatory jungle is by following a guide. Echelon Environmental has produced the Quick Compliance Assessment to help managers like you begin the process of getting a firm grip on the tools that will lead you in the right direction. It is available only through this link. Questions may be directed to me by email to ron at echeloncompliance.net that's r-o-n my name at echeloncompliance e-c-h-e-l-o-n c-o-m-p-l-i-a-n-c-e dot net or you can reach me by phone at 843-599-0330. Thank you for taking the initiative to help your business fulfill its regulatory obligations. We look forward to helping you. Thank you. Bye.